Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And welcome to the Riley and Kimmy Show. Right next to me is the person who causes all the trouble in our studio. Kimmy, I got one name. Kimmy. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi there. I am Patrick Riley. They said his face was meant for radio. They said that he'd look good on radio. And everybody told him where to go. Oh, they sure do. And welcome to this episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Our, uh, By the way, our website is just full of archived episodes. And if you haven't been to our website in a while, a look out. It has been new and improved. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sort of like Tide and other products. Yes. It's new and improved. New and improved. Yes. Revamped. And check it out. Uh, you can find that at RileyandKimmy.com. From there, you'll find social media links. You can stay uh, communicating with us. And updated where we're at and things like that. Also, I have a photo page and video page. And please check that out. Uh, we've posted some things that will be quite interesting. Especially the uh, Michael Mundy uh, photo I posted. Yes, that is me cosplaying as Spanguli. Somebody did uh, ask Kimmy that question from that photo. It was not that long ago either. It was from uh, Spooky Empire Halloween celebration. Um, Michael Mundy was next to a giant portrait of himself from artist Chris King, we were at Chris King's table, and Michael posed with that big portrait, and I just happened to be a camera hog, and I was in the picture too. Mm-hmm. But I thought I would share that, and that is the individual, by the way, you can meet coming up in just a matter of weeks. What is it, like two weeks? Is that right, Kimmy? I'm trying to do the math here. It's not mm-hmm. that long. It's less than two weeks now. Correct? Two weeks. All right, and that will be on Saturday, January 9th at Nerdtropolis Comics in Ormond Beach, Florida, right uh, next to Daytona Beach. Uh, Michael will be there from The Walking Dead. And artist Humphrey Ching will be there. And also Chris Butler on hand with plenty of prints and art to decorate your Batcave, your Fortress of Solitude. Be sure to tell your friends this big event happens starting on Saturday, January 9th at 10 o'clock in the morning. Runs until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. We would love to meet you. We will have tickets to the Deland Comic and toy show collectible show has a big name let's just say a lot of collectibles at the Volusia County Fairgrounds for January 10th which is a Sunday we'll have tickets for that also tickets to a big event which is in Orlando and it is the Orlando Toy Comic Con we'll have tickets for that as well so please come by Nerdtropolis Comics Ormond Beach Florida make sure you you know jot it down January 9th tell your friends about it if you've never been to uh, Nerdtropolis I think you will be surprised and what you'll find. It's very easy to find. Kimmy will give you kind of an idea where it is. Mm-hmm. It's just off of I-95 at Ormond Beach at Route 1. There you go. That's pretty good there, Kimmy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Who needs GPS? I have a Kimmy. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't need GPS at all. Now, the Riley and Kimmy show is going to be out and about today. That's right. We're loading up the Batmobile. We're going on the road. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. 
That's right. We're getting on that road again. We're we're heading heading out, heading to I four, and and uh, you know, facing the traffic on Christmas Day. Not 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 going to be that much traffic either, right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. No, not at all. No, no. You'll be able to find us in Orlando at the uh, Waterford Lakes location of the Regal Cinemas. That's the Regal Twenty with IMAX, and we will be there. Right around 4 o'clock, we will be uh, joining the Orlando Toy and Comic Con, who will already be set up. Now, I spoke with Mike from the Orlando Toy and Comic Con before sitting down for this episode. We had a lengthy conversation about the future of 2016. Some things I cannot share right now. I'm sworn to secrecy, Kimmy. Mm. Oh, he said, shh, you can't talk about that. I can't even hint. Can you believe that? Mm. I have to keep a secret. Anyhow, he will be there a little bit earlier than the 4 o'clock time we will be there. And I believe he will be there a little bit after noon a little bit after 12, he will be there. So be sure to swing by the Orlando Toy Comic Con if you happen to be in the area a little bit earlier. Now, you can make it later. We would love to see you. There's going to be plenty of new movies out. I know Kimmy's got her eyes on that, uh, let's see, The Hateful Eight. Is that mm-hmm. the Christmas movie you want to see? Uh-huh. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> that's that's the happy Christmas kind of movie Kimmy wants to see. Nothing says Merry Christmas like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I'm surprised, actually, you, you're choosing that as your Christmas movie over maybe, like, Concussion. Well, I, I thought, mean, it's... I thought you would want to see Concussion. Well, I, I'm i a big fan of Quentin Tarantino, oh. and it's opening day for that movie. So. All right, so I guess it's a Quentin Tarantino movie for Kimmy. Now, by the way, if you can't make it on Christmas Day, we will be there on Saturday as well. Now, I'll post the times for when we're going to be at the Regal at Waterford Lakes Cinemas, we'll be there. Well, I, I don't even know really as we talk right now, as we do this show, I don't know the exact time. I know that sounds horrible, but I just have not had Mike from Orlando Toy Comic Con say, we're going to be there from this time to this time yet. Mm-hmm. So I will find out today, a little bit later on, and I'll post that on our Facebook page. be the best way to find out you know, when that event is going to be for us. If you'd like to see us on maybe Saturday, if you can't make it on Friday, we'll keep you updated. Just go right to our website at RileyandKimmy.com and be sure to like our Facebook page. We'd love to have you as a new follower, right? Mm -hmm. And we'd love to see you at the Regal. That's the Regal Cinemas in Waterford Lakes. That's your Orlando area. Correct, Kimmy? That's right. It's a beautiful area. It sure is, and a great theater, and we really look forward to seeing you, so be sure to stop by the Orlando Toy and Comic-Con table and say hi. Now, one of the things, by the way, we'd like to do right now is give a big shout-out to some people in Melbourne. Hello. 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 Yeah, I'd like to uh, give a big shout-out to our good friends at Famous Faces and Funnies, the comic book store in Melbourne, right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. When you need comic book items like bags, boards, or, you know, basically comic books, or graphic novels, trade paperbacks, statues, apparel, am I forgetting anything? Back issues, gaming needs. Toys. Toys. Collectibles. Collectibles. Wow. I, posters. Posters. Let's just say nerd items that are comic book related. Mm-hmm. The place to go to is Famous Faces and Funnies. Big hello to our good friend Rick of Famous Faces and Funnies. I'm going to refer to it as FFF here. Uh, He is so happy right now, Kimmy. I know for a fact because coming at the, towards the end of January, he has a big special guest. Oh. Oh, yes. And the Riley and Kimmy show posted a picture when we met this individual not that long ago. And that is Tony S. Daniel, artist. Yes. 
one of the nicest individuals I've ever met who is really big in the world of comic books. Extremely talented. Gifted. And I don't collect evil. Anybody who knows me, for the most part, there are some exceptions of certain items, and I don't collect a lot of evil, even of the items that I do. Example, Darth Vader. Yes. Some Darth Maul. Yes. Walter White slash Heisenberg. Yes. The Riddler, because I cosplay as a Riddler from time to time. Some of that. But beyond that, very limited, you know, items are in my collection. The Joker, I collect from time to time. And Tony S. Daniels' Joker does decorate the walls of our studio because he sketched the time we met him, the Joker. And it is beautiful. I... I, I, it was one of the few times I, I almost just could not talk because I watched him do this right in front of me and we carry, we were carrying on a conversation. You were part of this with him as he sketched this and that's mm-hmm. why it's so cool. Well, I have a picture of that sketch and meeting Tony and we posted that on our Facebook page. It's right now, by the way, on our website, right in that brand new section of our website, the uh, photos and video page. You can see it right there. Just click on the photos and video page. It pulls it right up. It's right there. And that is who's coming to Melbourne on Saturday, January 30th. He will be at Famous Faces and Funnies. Please make plans to stop by and visit Tony S. Daniel at Famous Faces and Funnies. And the Riley and Kimmy show, I've been told, is going to be there as well. Mm-hmm. Isn't that cool? That is Awesome. That is awesome is the best way to put it. And also the day after, he will be appearing in Central Florida at the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. And that event is January 31st, starting at 10 o'clock, runs until 5. Tony S. Daniel will be there with, oh, let's see, Billy Tushy. Can you believe that? Mm. Also, he will be there with John Lehman. And he will be there with Darwin Cook. Now, that's the lineup so far. That lineup could change with some additions that I cannot reveal right now that um, is being worked on behind the scenes. I can say that much. Mm-hmm. There could be some others. That is at the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. That's happening Sunday, January 31st, 10 until 5, at the Holiday Inn right by Universal Studios, really, really close to the Universal Studios complex. Right, yes. Kimmy? Uh-huh. Very easy to find. Over 100 vendors, free parking, costume contests. There's an artist alley and plenty of other guests, too. And we have a link to the Orlando Toy and Comic-Con right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Also, we have a link to Famous Faces and Funnies right on our website as well. Please check out both locations. And, you know, I'm going to say this because I'm not not bashing the Orlando Toy and Comic-Con, but there's a maybe an easier chance to get things signed by Tony at Famous Faces and Funnies, mm-hmm. considering he is the, the only artist there at the moment you know, when that's happening on right. Saturday. So, you know, if you're a big fan of his, hey, both days. But yeah. definitely go to Famous Faces and Funnies. Mm-hmm. So be sure to check that out. And if you've never been to that comic book store, I think you will be amazed. It's just under 11,000 square feet. Right, Kimmy? That's right. Plenty of nerd things right there, correct? Yes, and lots be, of stuff. And be sure to tell our friends Rick and the rest of the great staff that the Riley and Kimmy show said hello, right? Mm-hmm. Now, it is a Christmas, Kimmy. Christmas Day. Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas. And by the way, I can't—I don't know if I can reveal the Christmas present that you've given me because, number one, it's physically not in my hands yet. Well, you gave me quite a few things, but uh, the big one is it's an improvement to the Riley and Kimmy show for 2016. Can I reveal what it is yet, or do you want me to keep that secret? Sure, go ahead, you if you do. want to. 
Do you want me to reveal it? Well, Kimmy has uh, decided that we're going to step up into the world of video because as of 2016, we'll be uh, increasing our video uploads and we're getting a very high-end uh, camera. And thanks for the people that helped us in selecting the camera, uh, like our good friend Craig in Jacksonville and some others that we talked to, like our friend Mark who works at a television station up in Chicagoland. And they, they put their heads together and uh, gave us a good recommendation between the two of them. And Kimmy said, that is your Christmas gift, madman, one of them. And so that is what's happening, right? Mm-hmm. And a big thank you, Kimmy, for that. You're welcome. And my Christmas gift to you is me. Wow. <laughs> I know. Isn't that so cool? Now, Kimmy, on this Christmas Day, I'm going to ask you some Christmas questions here real quick before we go to a Christmas memory as we uh, turn the clocks back and go back in time with a golden age of radio moment. Now, my question for you is, is there a Christmas gift that actually stood out for you as a kid or maybe a Christmas event, either positive or negative? Let's try to stay on the positive if we can. Something that, you know, just really stands out Christmas Day to Kimmy. Well, um, probably one of the first Christmas gifts I ever received um, was my first stuffed animal was a Snoopy, which I used to call Noopy. Um, But I still have that Snoopy. And he was obviously extremely loved. And in fact, I think he's in worse shape than a lot of our fur kids stuffed toys. That is true. (laughs) And we can post a picture of it to prove it. All right. But um, yeah, that's that was one of my most loved Christmas gifts. That is so cool. Now I I I have a couple. I'm gonna I'm gonna hog here. Is that your only one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you want me to put a picture of that? By the way. Sure. All right. You'll have to uh, you know make sure the fur kids don't see you with him in hand. Right. Uh, otherwise, they will want to play with him. Yeah. And speaking of the fur kids, I have a video of two of the fur kids giving a video uh, Christmas message. Uh, with us i wish i could put the outtake on because the outtake is kind of funny mm-hmm. uh the behind the scenes to set up this uh video recording it it was rather interesting hmm. especially when both of the fur kids are aware of the video camera i think mm-hmm. because they're seeing themselves in the monitor one of them is and he's aware yeah the mastiff is aware and he's looking at himself in the monitor Oh, that's pretty fun. Now, speaking of uh, Christmas gifts, now, in my household as a kid, this is not to make anybody feel sorry for me this night. We did not celebrate Christmas except for a couple of times, and that's really because of economic reasons. And I have two photos which I posted on my personal page that are from the two times, the only two times that uh, Christmas was celebrated when I was a kid. And both times, the presents that I have are from a relative who is serving in the military and he's overseas. And he actually, it's really cool that, you know, I didn't appreciate it as a child, but I do as an adult. What he did was he took the time in advance and found some gifts and ordered them for me to make sure that they would be shipped to me and I would get them. And he did this halfway around planet Earth. And so I did get those and had those in my hands on Christmas morning. So that really means a lot to me now as I look back on that. And mm-hmm. one of the items, I don't think it's in the picture, but it may be that I am desperately trying to find affordable is a Mark's Cape Canaveral, Cape Kennedy metal play set. That is the toy that stands out in my memories uh, that I had for a long period of time. Uh, it was an actual setup like Cape Kennedy, Cape mm-hmm. Canaveral. And you had the Mercury rocket, the Redstone, you had the, uh, the Titan, you had the uh, Saturn V, you had the whole complex 
there that you could play with hmm. like you were launching you know going space and you had astronauts and the whole thing and that i would love to find now, i've never seen one as an adult except one many years ago up north that was in very good condition but it's something i've not you know found and our good friends with uh, collectible stores like uh, carousels collectibles in deland he's never seen one either hmm. now i've seen the other mark sets but not that one and our good friend ed tucker in jacksonville to my knowledge has not seen one as well so mm -hmm. that's one of the things i'm kind of looking for and that really stands out in my mind and let's see another positive which i i'm, I'm surprised kimmy did not pick up on this one is the first time i actually spent time with kimmy's family a long time ago uh was on christmas and that memory is what stands out for me because i traveled a great distance to be there because i was working in another market and uh you know i i traveled to spend i took time off to spend with kimmy uh, Kimmy's family on mm -hmm. Christmas time and it snowed a lot where you were from mm. I mean it, it did remember uh, mm -hmm. and I had because I had a car problems I had to come by bus mm -hmm. it was last minute because nobody could take me where you live because where you live was just out of it, it was almost out of the state it was almost in Wisconsin it was part of Chicago land but not it was far enough removed that nobody goes there <laughs> that mm -hmm. I knew and I had to go by bus out of desperation. And the bus ride, which was, for some reason, they didn't go direct. You had to go all over the state to get to where you lived, was normally, I think, a 10-hour bus ride that turned into about an 18-hour bus ride because mm -hmm. of the snows. Mm -hmm. And that stands out to me. But what really stands out is Christmas Day, going to see a movie, and that is, can you, do you remember the movie on Christmas Day? Edward Scissorhands. That's right. Very good. I, I thought maybe you had totally purged that and forgot that. That's my positive. Okay. I thought that, you know, I'm surprised you did not. I guess that wasn't a positive experience for you. Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Now, Kimmy, we're going to go back in time here. But before we do, I want to point, I I point this out that if you love the golden age of radio, if you've been exposed to it because of the Riley and Kimmy show or maybe from other means, we have a way for you to escape during Christmas. That's right. We have over 20 old-time radio shows that are all holiday Christmas-based, safe for all family members to hear, all ages, that are available right now on our website. You can see the old-time radio link. It says Christmas old-time radio shows. Just click on that, and you can listen, I guarantee, all day. You can escape from whatever mm -hmm. <laughs> with some, some humor, some drama. There's plenty of shows to choose from. We have those available right now on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's our Christmas gift to you. Now, right now, what we have is something that is not on that section. It could be very easily, but, you know, we had to cut it off somewhere, you know, in the 20s. This one just did not make the cut, not because it's not a great one. It just didn't make this year's, uh, you know, group. And it is a little bit of humor because I thought, you know, we need a little bit of fun, a little bit of laughter on Christmas. <laughs> Well, not that kind of crazy madman laughter, but we, we need a little bit of fun and laughter. And no better example to fun and laughter for old-time radio, the golden age of radio, than Martin and Lewis. Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis were a team together way before the films. They were on radio. Actually, they did nightclubs and they did radio, and they were they were huge. They were. I mean, I don't, I don't think anybody our age, and maybe even a little bit young or a little bit older, can even understand just how big they were. They were they were phenomenal. And a great example of that comedic work, that timing, that that playfulness can really be heard with old time radio. And you will hear Lewis, in my opinion, at his manic best. And the straight man, Dean Martin, at his best. And they have guests that might surprise you. 
Here is their Christmas show going back to December 12th, 1949 on the Riley and Kimmy Show. It's the Martin and Lewis Show. National Broadcasting Company brings you transcribed from Chicago, The Martin and Lewis Show, featuring Sheldon Leonard, Flo McMichael, Dick Stabile and his orchestra, and starring Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Dean and Jerry are in Chicago. Right now, we find them on their first day off from personal appearances at the Schaeferie, getting some relaxation by strolling down Chicago's Michigan Boulevard. Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town. Hey, Jerry, you've been very quiet since we got to Chicago. Something wrong? No, Dean, it's just that I'm still embarrassed about what happened when we arrived at the airport. I don't remember anything unusual except that the American Airlines stewardess refused to carry my bags. What happened to you? Well, as the plane landed, the stewardess said, unfasten safety belts. I unfastened the wrong belt and got off the plane without my pants. You know, Jer, come to think of it, I did notice something strange, but then I decided you were wearing chartreuse knickers. Well, I was told to dress warmly for Chicago. Besides that, Dean, look out! Gee, that cab driver ought to have his eyes examined. He missed us. Well, he didn't miss us by much. You know, for a moment, I thought I was back in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. That's a place where old Chicago cab drivers go to die. <laughs> well, from now on, Jerry, we don't cross Michigan Boulevard. You're right. We'll walk around and swim in from Canada. <laughs> you know, Jerry... It's good to have a day off from the club so we can walk around and see Chicago. You know, it's a very historical town, Jerry. Remember the story about Mrs. O'Leary's cow? No. Oh, sure you do. The cow that started the fire. And you know what happened. The cow burned the candles at both ends? No, Jerry, it started the great Chicago fire. Really? Well, people shouldn't let a cow smoke in bed. Jerry, I'm amazed at you. You're 23 years old now. Do you know what's going to become of you? Yeah, I'm going to become 24. <laughs> you get it, Dean? You see, you said, what is going to become of you? So instead of saying I might become a doctor or a lawyer, I just said I'm going to become 24. Because I'm 23 years old now, see? And then if a year passes by, that makes me 24. That's what I'm going to become. So it's all in the line of a joke. That's why I said it, see? And I thought you'd laugh and you didn't. See, but it was a gag and I wish I was dead. Ah, come on. Let's go back to the hotel, Jerry. We ought to think of something to do on our day off. Dean, look at those girls coming around the corner of that building. Ooh, now I know why they call this the Windy City. All right, Jerry, come on, let's go. Stop staring. I'm not staring, Dean. I wouldn't think of staring. Dean, do all girls carry $10 bills in their garden? Why, hello, fellas. I've been looking for you. Well, Sophie, how did you get to Chicago? Why, how? By train, of course. I rode on the rods beneath the observation car. Beneath the observation car. Well, yeah. Sophie, you don't have to travel like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. You do, huh? 
My doctor said I should always be under observation. <laughs> You've told your joke. You may now return to Los Angeles. Hey, look, listen, I got something that is very important to discuss with you fellas. This is an idea that will mean just a little bit of work for you, but a lot of money for me. Hey, Soapy, you're always trying to make money off us. Now, don't be silly, boys. I am your friend. I am as honest as the day is long. Do you notice how short the days are this time of year? <laughs> what proposition have you got for us this time, Soapy? I'll tell you, I want to be your agent. I will get you a job, and you guys will get 75%, and I will get 50%. Oh, come on. Wait a minute now. That adds up to 125%. How can it be? Don't let anybody tell you there's no inflation. <laughs> He's right. He's right about inflation, Dean. Now, just the other day, I noticed that pickled pig's feet went from 22 cents a pound to 34 cents a pound. Just including a slight charge for pickled pig's feet wearing spats. Now, if the market continues to rise, it will affect every man, woman, and pig in America. And the day will come, mark my word, when it will be impossible Impossible to talk a pig into getting pickled. <laughs> no, Jack, there's something in what you say, but I haven't got time to find it. Well, tell me, boys, am I your age? I sold you to a resort hotel in Turkey Run. <laughs> okay, Sophie, where do we go? You go out to Turkey Run, there's a hotel out there, and it's called Mother Hockelmeyer's Indian Retreat. Do we see Mother Hockelmeyer? Uh, do we see Mother Hockelmeyer? Well, no, you don't. Mother Hockelmeyer is really Joe Schlump. Now, there's one little thing that I better tell you. You see, they, uh... They don't know that you are entertainers. I got you a maintenance job, which is supposed to you go around killing bugs. Killing bugs? Uh-huh. What kind of a job is that? I'm afraid of bugs. Even a little mosquito frightens me. Why does a mosquito frighten you? Well, you see, I haven't been too well. <laughs> well, fellas, look, will you please, will you do it for my sake? Jerry, what do you say we do it for kicks? Now, uh, how do we get to this place? We'll drive. I borrowed the hotel manager's car. He loaned you his car? Yeah, it's a Hudson. The only car you step up to get out of. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Let's kill Bug. Oh, Sam, uh, did the maintenance men Soapy Leonard recommended arrive? No, Mr. Schlump, but here comes a couple of fellows up the walk. No, 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 no. They, they look more like some of those college boys looking for jobs as children's counselors. Now, make sure they've had some experience with child care. I'll be in my office. All right, Mr. Schlump. <laughs> oh, hello. We came up about the job. Oh, yes. Well, you know, it's hard work. Now, just what is your method of handling the little ones when they become unruly? Oh, we just sprayed them good with poison. <laughs> what did you say? I said spray them with poison. Unless there's just a few of them, then you can just stamp on them with your feet. 
man, you're either crazy or there's a misunderstanding here. Now, wait a minute, mister. There must be something wrong. Aren't we supposed to be hired for spraying bugs? Bugs? Oh, for goodness sake, I was talking about children. Well, if you insist, we'll spray them, too. <laughs> One moment, please. Oh, Mr. Schlump. Yes, what is it? Uh, we're Martin and Lois. Sophie Leonard sent us over. Oh, yes, yes, I see now. Well, we'd better put you right to work on the bugs. If it's all the same to you, we'd rather entertain than kill bugs. Entertain? Yeah, we work in nightclubs. Dean sings. Mm, do you sing well? Mm, quite well. Like a bird? Even better, like Crosby. <laughs> Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. All the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells and bobtail ring. Making spirits bright What fun it is to ride and sing the sleighing song tonight Here in Chicago The snow is snowing snow The wind that blow, blow Up the streets of Chicago Back in Hollywood The sun is shining good You take the sun, we'll take the snow There's dough in Chicago Jingle bells, jingle bells, oh, jingle all the way. Well, oh, what fun it is to ride in one horse open sleigh. Well, jingle bells, oh, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in one horse open sleigh. Well, that was pretty good, Martin. I want you to sing that song three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. As I think that you... Uh... Mr. Schlump, I demand that you cancel my reservation at your hotel. Now, let's not be hasty, Mrs. Van Loop. When I came here and brought my wealthy friends, you told me my daughter Daisy Esther would meet some important, eligible bachelors. Well, didn't I introduce her to Count von Broheim? Yes, but who ever heard of the Empire of Cicero? <laughs> I'm taking her away from this place immediately. Now, that's a shame, Mrs. Van Loop. Especially when two new guests have arrived from Hollywood. This is Martin and Lewis, famous movie producers. Play along with me, boys. There's a hundred bucks apiece in this for you. Martin and Lewis. Martin and Lewis. Now, where have I seen your faces before? Probably in front of our heads. <laughs> You know, actually, Mrs. Van Loop, uh, we're a little bit of everything. Producers, actors, world travelers. Oh, how exciting. Uh, you uh, gentlemen aren't married. No, no, we're not. No, we thought it might be better if we each had a girl. <laughs> it uh, just seems that we've met somewhere. Oh, perhaps we each other on the continent. Don't you just love your it's? Personally, I like Schlitz. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's fortunate that your daughter is here at the same time as Mr. Martin and Mr. Lewis, Mrs. Van Loo. I know she's interested in the stage and movies. You see, these gentlemen are very well-known producers. Really? Yeah. 
Really? <laughs> Jerry, well, yes, Jerry and I produced quite a few good pictures. Oh, yes, you must have seen Everybody Does It. Oh, yes, I have. Did you produce that? No, but we're making another picture just like Everybody Does It. It's about a bashful young man, and it's called I Didn't. I'm beginning to wonder if you two really are as famous as you're making out. You doubt us? Why, I can pick up that phone right this minute and call any star in Hollywood. Go ahead. I don't believe you. I'll show you. Dean, quick. Get on the extension in the next room. Okay, Jer. Now, where's Mr. Martin going? Oh, well, you see, Dean is a singer, and every day at this time, he has his throat sprayed with DDT. Is DDT good for his voice? No, but pity the poor moth that flies in when Dean's got his mouth open. <laughs> Mr. Lewis, what about that phone call you were going to make? Sure, Mrs. Van Loop. Who do you want me to call? Just name any star. Any star. Well? Clark Abel, fine. <laughs> Hello, operator. I want to talk with Clark Abel in Hollywood. Hello, big ears. This is J.L. A friend of mine wants to talk with you. Here's the phone, Mrs. Van Loop. Oh, oh my. Uh, hello, Mr. Gable. This certainly is a pleasure. Hello, baby. <laughs> How are things in Hollywood? Hello, baby. I enjoyed your last picture. Hello, baby. Well, that's enough, Mrs. Van Loop. You hardly let me talk. Clark has a beautiful voice. I know, but his vocabulary is pretty limited. <laughs> I say, uh, Mr. Lewis, you couldn't connect me with Charles Boyer, could you? Why, of course he can. If you say so. Hello, operator. Get me Charles Boyer in Hollywood at the Beverly Wilshire. If he isn't there, try the Beverly Cosbar. <laughs> Hello, Chuck. Jerry, I'm in Chicago. The Ambassador East. The pump room. We oui, pump room. After dinner, they pump your wallet. Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. Chuck. A friend of mine wants to talk with you. Okay, Mrs. Van Loo. Oh, uh, hello, Monsieur Boyer. Comment allez-vous? C'est un plaisir à parler avec vous. Depuis quand avez-vous cette cinéma? Hello, baby. <laughs> Sounds just like Claude Gable. Sure, Gable and Boyer talk the same because they both have the same English coach. Who? Sam Goldwyn. <laughs> Let's not bother Mr. Boyer anymore. So long, Chuck. I'll be seeing you. And when I do, remind us to work on some new impersonations. Well, Mrs. Van Loop, do you still want to cancel your reservation? Heaven, no, Mr. Schlump. I'd like very much to have my daughter Daisy Esther meet these two charming chaps. May I borrow them for a while? Of course you can borrow them. Keep them as long as you want. But you better return us after two weeks or it'll cost you two cents a day. <laughs> oh, you dear boy. Goodbye, Mr. Schlump. Come on, boys. Coming, Mrs. Van Loop. <laughs> really, I'm so thrilled, you know. It's wonderful that Daisy Esther's is going to meet you, wonderful boys. You know, I left her somewhere in the lobby. Oh, yes, there she is. Oh, Daisy Esther, here, dear. She's a little thin, isn't she? No, only from the front and the side. <laughs> Mrs. Van Loop, aren't you afraid to let her walk out in the street? No, oh, why should I be? Somebody's liable to slap a stamp on her and mail her. <laughs> Hello, dear. Uh, Daisy Esther. 
Say hello to Mr. Martin and Mr. Lewis. Hello, Daisy Esther. Hello, Daisy Esther. Hello. <laughs> what takes you so long to say hello? I get bush from over-exercising. Well, what did you do that was so strenuous? I walked across the room. Why should that tire you? The wind was against me. <laughs> Is that all you have to say to these eligible gentlemen, dear? I accept. You accept what? <laughs> Whatever you want to ask me. You see, I don't go out much. <laughs> oh, Daisy, that's just only joking. Why, every boy in town's tried to put a ring on her finger. So what happens? The ring keeps slipping up her arm? <laughs> I like you. Why? Because I'm handsome? No, because you're skinny like me. <laughs> skinny? That's a lie. I am not skinny. I'm big. Full-chested. And I'm... I'm... I'm a Samson. I'm so strong, many of the time I've picked up trees with my bare hands. Sometimes I even pick up the shoes. <laughs> now, Jerry, that's enough already. Me, Tarzan, you, Dean. Me, Tarzan, you, Dean. <laughs> me, Dean, me think you nuts. And you'll be happy to learn that he and Mr. Martin are famous producers. Oh, how super. You know, I'm going to be a great actress someday. Is that right, Daisy Esther? Yes. Everybody says I have a... I have a lot of fire. <laughs> Don't look now, but I think you're out of lighter fluid. <laughs> I'd certainly be willing to spend a lot of money if Daisy Esther could get a good part in a play. How nice. I'd spend even more for a husband. I said I'd spend even more for a husband for my beautiful, talented, glamorous daughter. What do you say? Are you for real? <laughs> oh, just a minute, Jack. Come on. Look, Jack, be nice to this spook here. Her old lady has a lot of money and might make us rich, you know. I might invest in a new nightclub under the management of Martin and Lewis if Daisy could star in her own play. Shake hands with Eugene O. Lewis. <laughs> Mrs. Van Loop, last month I wrote a play that would be perfect for Daisy Esther, which we could put on for the guests tonight. Oh, how peachy keen <laughs> What's the name of the play? Oh, it's called, um, um, it's called, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Daisy Esther, but it's not polite to talk when Dean is singing. Oh, but Mr. Martin isn't singing. Wanna bet? <laughs> Sing, Dean. Much better 
Once you've made your mind up, don't cry, Joe. Let her go, let her go, let her go. Gentlemen, this is a story of the eternal triangle of a man and his wife and another man, where the towels are marked his, hers, and he never should have rented the room. <laughs> now we present Love in Darkest Africa. Mr. Lewis, what part do I play? Oh, yes, Daisy, you play the part of a woman. Oh, I'll try to live up to it. <laughs> And Dean, you're the other man We're both in love with this creature Dean, boy, here's your part This story is all about diamond mines And you played a part of one of the drivers Here's your part Love in darkest Africa Africa, the dark continent Africa, the home of the famous Kimberly diamond mines Africa with its great white princesses I'm a great white princess. The Kimberly Diamond Mine was the richest diamond mine in the world, and the diamonds were jealously guarded. Even so, every once in a while, somebody would try to steal one, but it was no use. The thief was always caught, and if he wasn't dead already, they would give him 30 lashes. One Z, two Z, three Z, four Z. And now our story begins. Ladies and gentlemen, we take you to Darkest Africa and the Kimberly Diamond Mines. My name is Jim Kimberly. I own diamond mines. I love old, precious diamonds. But there is something I love that's even more precious than diamonds and older, too. My wife, Nellie. <laughs> I'm his wife, Nellie. He thinks I'm faithful to him, but I ain't. Yes, sir. My wife, Nellie, is my proudest possession. Bought her at a fire sale down in Cape Town. I ain't in love with Jim Kimberly. I'm in love with Rod Marvin, the foreman. I'm nuts about Rod. 
Rod loves me madly, violently, passionately. He is what I call a hot rod. <laughs> well, I love you, Nellie, and I have a plan. A plan to kill your husband and seize control of the diamond mine. But how will you kill my husband? He's so suspicious. If you stabbed him with a knife, he'd suspect that something was up. <laughs> oh, you child, you dear precious child. I'll simply use voodoo on your husband and he'll waste away to nothing. He'll lose several pounds each day until he weighs nothing. You see if I'm right. A few months later, I came into the house and found my husband writing in his diary. Monday, December 8th. Dear diary, today I only weigh two pounds. My doctor says it's nothing serious. He says I should have more iron. The doctor says that the only thing that will help me is more iron. Tuesday, December 9th. Ate my erector set. Wednesday, December 10th. Can't seem to keep a thing on my stomach. Thursday, December 11th. And playing with my erector set again. <laughs> Friday, December 12th. Fish day. I have to be careful. Last Friday, a fish almost ate me. Hello, Jim, darling. Writing in your diary? Oh, hello, Nellie, dear. Darling, you're working so hard. You must rest. It was only last week when the cannibals captured you and tried to cook you. Yeah. Lucky for me, they were a poor tribe and didn't have a pot. <laughs> I'll get it. Unga bunga linga. Mutang. Rathgob. Igawak. Ugh. Rublang. Ava Gardner. Who was that? That was Hollywood calling. I just want another elephant. Gosh, my keychain is getting so bulky. <laughs> well, I must leave now. There's a little trouble at the mine. What kind of trouble? Some of the diamonds are coming up stamped Woolworth. <laughs> I'll be right back, dear. Oh, Rod, it's you. Yeah, darling, I've come to whisk you away. We can't wait any longer. Come on out the window. Me first. Now you. Now we're alone at last. Who was that? It's me, Dean. I'm on the wrong page. Aha! <laughs> uh -huh. But now that I'm here, I want to know what's going on. Rod and I are leaving. And don't try to stop us. I've got a 45 in my hand. That doesn't scare me. I've got a water pistol. <laughs> well, I'm firing. <laughs> How do you expect to kill me with a water pistol? The water will take the curl out of your hair and you'll die of pericomo. It's no use, Jim. Rod and I are going to be married. Married? But, Nellie, you're already married to me. I'm your two-pound husband. We're going to take care of that, Jerome Kimberly. No, you're not. You see what I have in my hand? A poison dart gun. It's aimed right at your heart, Rod Marvin. No! Don't blow, Schmo. 
You can't stop me. Here goes. The dart is in the blowgun. I raise the gun to my lips. I fill my chest with air. Well, the poor fool, he inhaled the dart. Wait. He's trying to say something. Let's hear his last words. Jim, what are you trying to say? I made the boo-boo. <laughs> oh, no. Come on, Jerry. Good night, everybody. See you next week, folks. Bye. Love and kisses. The Martin and Lewis Show, transcribed in Chicago, is produced by Robert L. Redd and is written by Charlie Isaacs, Jack Douglas, and Ben Starr. The music is arranged and conducted by Dick Stabile. Next week, our guest will be Georgie Jessel. Martin and Lewis are currently appearing in Chicago at the Chez Paris. This is Charles Martin saying goodnight for The Martin and Lewis Show. Visit RileyandKimmy.com to connect on social media and for archived podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.